Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show, guys. For those of you who are new, it's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. Now, shout out to our sponsors, IPlytics. They are an innovative market intelligence company that offers an online-based market intelligence tool to analyze tech trends, market developments, and your company's competitive position so you can make strategic business decisions. For more information about IPlytics, you can visit iplytics.io. More on IPlytics as we go through this episode, but for now, we have a very special guest with us. We have Director of Operations from IPlytics, Raina Frankel. Raina, how are we doing today? I'm really good. Thanks so much for having me, Prit. I'm oh. so excited uh, <laughs> to record my first ever podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's so exciting, Ben. I'm so excited to have you on our platform. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Google Analytics for your business and why is it important? What are the common struggles that you might be facing and common mistakes that you're making and talking a little bit about Google Analytics tagging as well. So if you're someone who's a newbie at your business and you're looking to get into Google Analytics, you're looking to get into tracking your you know, backend stuff, your website traffic, your vis visitors and all of those information so that you can make strategic business decisions, then this podcast episode is definitely for you. So before we get into the actual part of the podcast episode, Raina, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about IPlytics as well. Yeah, um, I am from Chicago originally, and um, I'm an artist and an entrepreneur, and uh, I have worked in a lot of different fields, but um, I worked in marketing for a little bit, and I have a website for my artwork, and I have um, a tutoring company that I started as well, and something that I always noticed there is you can maybe get information about the types of people who are visiting your website or the audience um, generally in an ad that you're trying to target on Facebook or something. But uh, what if we could know actually who those people are, like literally, instead of a very general idea? And so um, that's where IPlytics comes in because um, we, can access that data and it's really all available uh, in the world, but um, you need someone to actually compile it, check it, make sure it's accurate. And that is what we do and then share it back to you. That's so interesting. I mean, definitely as a business owner, like you mentioned, I have definitely struggled with figuring out who exactly I need to target. And I know that we're going to talk more about that as we go through this episode. Um, but, you know, tell us a little bit about the three most common struggles that you see your potential clients facing. A lot of people have something that they want clicks on their website or on an ad, but you can't identify if those clicks are from suspicious users or from good users who might have, um, you know, positive intent or intent to buy something. So I'd say that is the first problem. Um, and tied to that also is losing potential leads by having people come to your website and maybe they look around but they don't quite see exactly what they're looking for so they leave but they're still interested in your product or your service um, and then lastly having 
all of the data in one place um, because there are lots of different programs that you could use, but it wouldn't, I think most people wouldn't want to have to open five different applications or 10 different applications to get that information. Um, so yeah, those I think are the top struggles. Yeah, I definitely struggle with all of them. <laughs> As we were talking about the points, I'm like, check, check check you know having uh, like five different tabs open just to track something and you know not understanding what to track those are definitely things that i see myself struggling with as well and talking about struggles how does iplytics actually fix these struggles our first the one that i'm most excited about right now is that we have an integration with google analytics so if you already have google analytics or if you want to have google analytics you can easily just add in the more uh, specific or detailed data that we offer which is super exciting because you don't need to go anywhere you just go to one place um, another thing too is that in that integration it, we can show who that is, uh, have they been associated with any kind of fraudulent activity in the past or any kind of suspicious activity? And um, also how many times have they visited your site, which is something important because someone might click into your site once accidentally and be there for a second, but if they keep coming back, that's a good sign that they're interested. For some reason, they're not reaching out, but they're there, they're engaged. So those people are definitely people that you wanna be talking to. I can see that, you know, when they come onto your website for just one time, it might be an accident. They might not be at a very, um, they probably are at a very low level of interest, but the more times that they're actually clicking onto your website, yes, those are definitely leads that you wanna capture. And like you said, you know, IPlytics, I think helps you zone in on who exactly those leads are so that you know you can reach out to them and move them further down the funnel as well so i think that's yeah that's definitely awesome and talking about you know ipolytics and how ipolytics fixes these struggles i'm pretty sure that you must be facing some uh, clients who are making mistakes before they come on to you know choosing ipolytics so what are some of the mistakes that you can tell me that you see your potential clients making before they hop on to IPlytics? Well, um, I think here we should definitely talk about Google Analytics in general, because if you're not using Google Analytics, that is the first mistake that I see. And um, you, know, you might think, why use it at all? Um, because you maybe you have Squarespace and Squarespace tells you some things uh, already about who's visiting your site, but Google Analytics can do so much more. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more too later. Um, so, but that's the first thing is start with, so another thing that's really helpful is you can understand your customer's behaviors. Um, so where are they coming from to get to your website? Are they coming from a specific social media platform? Is it an ad that brought them there? So being able to understand that is, is really important because then you can make more decisions about, oh, I should keep investing in Instagram posts or I should keep doing this ad or whatever it is. And so not understanding that, you're really losing out on a lot of information about your customers. And um, another piece of understanding your customers' behaviors is 
the demographics of the audience like who are they actually uh you know maybe that's something about age or location whatever it is um if you can understand that better then you're going to have a better chance of engaging with them and i would say um, finally another mistake when it comes to google analytics is not connecting your Google Analytics to the ads. And that kind of fits with what I was saying about how, where are they coming from? If they're coming from your ads, you're gonna lose out on knowing about that if you're not connecting your Google Analytics to your ad directly. And you know, obviously that's easiest to do in Google ads if you're doing ads on Google. I definitely agree. I mean, not just that, I think that when you are not tracking, you are putting money on the table. Uh, it's, it's pretty much as simple as that because if you don't know who you're targeting, if you don't know your demographic, you don't know their age, location, whatnot, you might actually be spending more money than you have to on your ads. And, you know, not just that, if you don't know who to target or which platform to target, you might be wasting your time as well. And I think as a business owner, time is money. <laughs> I yeah. have to probably put exactly. that out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, you know, agree with all the common mistakes that you're um, saying, and I think that those are, have huge repercussions. It's not just, you know, you're not tracking and it leads to something minor. It's actually a huge, it kind of snowballs into a huge effect for your business. So I definitely 100% um, support that you should not be making those mistakes as a business owner. And, you know, talking about Google Analytics, um, let's talk a little bit about tagging. I know that tagging does take a little bit of time and effort. Uh, for a business owner, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're working by yourself. Uh, why is it so important? Let's talk a little bit about why we should invest that time in Google Analytics tagging. Well, so what a tag actually does is it allows all the information from your website to be tracked. So if we're talking about who's visiting your site and like it falling through your fingers because you're just not tracking it, um, this is the sort of sieve that collects that information so without it you're you're not going to be able to get any of that information um, but even more than that you can be really specific about the kind of tags that you want the actions that you want to track so you could just generally say okay i have google analytics so i'm getting whatever they give me but you can go even further than that in google tag manager where you specifically create tags based on are you looking for types of conversions or clicks, page views, what types of engagement you really want to pay attention to? You can get super, super specific there. Um, and I also would point out that it seems hard to do the tagging, especially if you don't know how to write code or anything like this and you see the tags, they're always a little code snippet. And we recently had an issue where um, at IPlytics where the code wasn't working properly and I had asked someone else to do it. So I was went in to fix it and I realized that it was actually not that hard. It's just, it took me a little bit of searching and reading someone else's explanation, but I don't actually know anything about coding and I was still able to do it just fine. So I had to find just the right person who walked me through the steps, you know, and it was super, super easy and fixed in the moment. So you shouldn't be afraid of that part of it, right? That it's going to look kind of funny and weird. It's still going to be, and they even have inside Google, they have some steps to explain how to do it. And then you can find more people out there who are 
talking about it too. I'm not sure if you guys could like see, but I was nodding furiously through this entire answer. <laughs> you know, especially when Raina said, you know, it might be a little hard and it might take a little time. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. I have been there. <laughs> and um, at some point, you know, uh, you know, I used to wonder like, is it important? Do I really have to do this? Because I, I think as a business owner, everything just is pulling, yeah, like everything is pulling your attention in so many different ways. Yeah. But you know, like I think, the way you concluded this entire uh, answer was definitely it is important and you know it doesn't take much coding you just need to find the right sources for the information and it is worth your time because it can help you with your conversions with your goal setting and even you know strategizing for your future plans uh, for your business growth as well it's definitely going to give you that initial boost that you need to set your marketing plan so i definitely agree 100% even though, you know, I was nodding furiously guys. Like I was like, yes, absolutely. I know it takes a lot of time, <laughs> but, but it is worth it. So definitely, you know, if you are struggling out there with Google tagging, as Raina said, all it takes is a little bit of time, I think in the beginning. And I think once you figure it out, it gets easier. So it's just that initial oh, yeah. learning curve. Definitely, um, definitely. Oh, perfect. So if you're listening out there, definitely do give this a try. It's got a steep learning curve, but you know, you'll get there. I'm pretty sure that you will. Now, speaking about, you know, Google Analytics and conversions and goals, let's talk a little bit about what do you think are the useful metrics every business owner or entrepreneur needs to be tracking at this point? One of the things that you get just right away um, standard with Google Analytics is they show you your bounce rate. And I find this super, super helpful because this means the higher it is the more people are just clicking onto your site and then clicking off without spending any time without clicking to another page and so if you're seeing that your bounce rate is really high does that mean your landing page isn't working the way that you think it's working you know you can kind of think about what am i not doing right to catch their attention um, and you also can see it go up or down, you know, they put little markers of either an arrow down or an arrow up, which is also really helpful. Like I made some changes and now I see that it's actually doing what I'm hoping it would do. Um, so that's a really, really useful tool and easy. It's just standard. Um, and then when it comes to customizing, there's so, so, so much you could do uh, in terms of customizing your Google Analytics. But the thing that I think is cool to talk about now is that you can set conversion goals in Google Analytics, meaning you can tell them what it is that your goals are, and then they help you track those goals. Uh, so, you know, if it's like getting someone to purchase something from your online store, you could put that in. If it's just having them download a link or click on a page even, you know, um, you can really get specific about what it is and it's specific to your company. But once you add those, then Google is going to help you track those things. I definitely agree with, um, you know, customizing and being able to set your goals. I feel that, um, in the beginning, I definitely was manually doing this and, uh, you know, reviewing my goals at the end of the month and stuff like that. But once I get started getting comfortable with Google Analytics and I started getting into it, I realized that this just is an automated process. It's just making my life simpler in a lot of ways. And it saves me time, you know, <laughs> to calculate 
you know, one, two, three people actually downloaded my um, copy today or something like that. And you rightly said, it's not always a purchase that you need to be tracking. It can be something as simple as how many lead magnets downloaded or how many people visited your website. That could even be a conversion for you because maybe you want to see how many people are coming through from Instagram or something like that. So having those goals and keeping those conversions can actually help you create a more strategic marketing plan and it's with a lot of clarity as well. So I definitely, you know, I'm 100% super supportive of the metrics that you've actually uh, mentioned. Like uh, Raina says, it doesn't have to be complicated. I know that, you know, especially when you enter Google Analytics, um, we had a class uh, in my digital marketing course when I was doing my MBA and when I first saw it, I was I was like, no, bye, I'm quitting this class. Um, <laughs> I was like, you know, the 14 day period where they say you can drop a class or something like that. I was like, okay, bye, I'm going. Uh, but over time, I realized that, you know, it's just that initial learning curve. And I think it's a stigma against Google Analytics that people just generally have, that they just need to overcome that fear. And um, I get that there's a lot of metrics out there and it can overwhelm you, which is why I think that uh, keeping these two in place uh, can really help them narrow their attention down and not get them feeling so overwhelmed to begin with. So thank you so much for those tips right now. I'm pretty sure that uh, our listeners are definitely going to be tracking, like they're going to be super specific about what they're tracking and that's going to reduce their overwhelm. So I really liked um, your tips for this. Now, speaking of, <laughs> no worries right now. So speaking of, you know, websites, I think we did mention this in the beginning, but let's talk a little bit more about it. You know, many websites, they have their own analytics. I know the website that I use has its own analytics. And while that is helpful, why do you think we should be opting for Google Analytics? Well, it's, it's kind of what we've been talking about this whole time, that there is so much more you can do in Google Analytics. And I would say that it can be overwhelming but that's fine because if you start somewhere, that's, that's going to be, you're going to get used to that basic thing. And then you're going to look over on the panel on the side and be like, Oh, I can make a custom report and start playing around with that. And, you know, you can slowly over time learn and grow into the additional functions, but if you already have it, it's going to be collecting all that data so that let's say in six months you decide, I'm going to go look now, it will be there because you've been collecting it this whole time. And um, that's also like what you mentioned, Britt, about lo losing money by not tracking the data about your customers. I mean, the first party data is so valuable because those are the people coming to your website, they're engaging with you. And so it should be yours. But if you're not capturing it, then you're losing that really valuable information. So um, that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like what you have on the website you're using already, it's fine. It's good even. Um, but, and sometimes it does like a really specific breakdown of, oh, this person who, we don't know who they were, but they were from um, this city and they were on your website for three minutes. Okay, that's great. But now if you also put that in Google Analytics, you're going to get more about that person, right? Like, where did they come from? And what are they interested in? You know, who are they? What are their behaviors? All that sort of stuff. I definitely agree with you. I think that the more you can zone in 
um, and it's free too. I mean, Google Analytics is free. It's not something that you know you have to be paying for. So if there is a way for you to zone in on your audience without paying for it, why not? Like, why yeah, not? I definitely should have mentioned <laughs> that it's free. That's that's uh, really really cool and easy. That's true. That is absolutely true. So Raina, I think that Google Analytics is also a little bit intuitive. Like, you know, you have all the um, headings on the side and it is pretty clear. I mean, yes, if you want to be an expert at it, you have to go in depth. But for a newbie, I think that it is pretty self-explanatory and you can understand how to navigate it. It just takes a little bit of time to play around with it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I. I mean, from my own personal experience, I was new and started looking at, I, I could see things like number of people or clicks or things like that. Didn't totally understand the rest of it, but I could tell that something was happening. And now slowly, as time goes on, I, I just investigate more and more parts of it and learn more about it. So it's certainly intuitive, I think. and. Um, you know, maybe something like creating a custom report might not be intuitive, but that's fine because you can learn how to do that. There's definitely information out there about how to do it. Completely agree. And I feel that we have spoken so, so much. We've given, you've given us so many valuable tips this entire episode. Thank you so much for that, Raina. And if I were to summarize this entire episode into three actionable steps, Raina, what would your tips be? Sign up for Google Analytics, number one. Uh, just create an account, that's fine, <laughs> just do it. And I would also add, maybe add an account in Google Tag Manager as well, which um, tagmanager.google.com, analytics.google.com, right? Those, uh, just create the accounts and then set your tags and things. I mean, even if you don't set the tag right away, but just create the account. I mean, that's number one for sure. Um, and then the next time, the next thing I would say is to start making a plan to actually look at the data that's being captured so that you can think about what you can do with it, you know, and maybe your plan is just, I'm going to start looking at my data every few months. That's fine, you know, but start capturing it so that you can start analyzing it and use it to see if you could be doing things better, which most likely we can be doing things better. And, um, and then finally, uh, once you have that, I would say start working on setting goals in Google Analytics, uh, like we talked about. Well, fantastic, Raina. Thank you so much for all your wonderful tips. Before we end this podcast episode, I would definitely love it if you could tell our listeners a little bit more about IPlytics. Tell us, you know, where to reach out to you if they need it for their business as well. Yeah, of course. Our main data that we have is gathered from IP addresses. So every single computer and anything on the internet has an IP address. Uh, so every, you know, we could capture everybody, but the, what we focus on specifically is B2B businesses because we don't reveal personal information. It's just about companies. So if you are trying to track companies visiting your site because you're a B2B company or you have a B2B aspect of your business, then this is definitely the place for you. And the Google integration personally is my favorite part of it because you don't need to know how to read raw data. 
you just add that custom report into your Google Analytics and it will start capturing the data for you and you see um, a printout basically of this company visited your site on this date, are they suspicious or no, and how many times were they there, which also, like we were talking about earlier, the more that someone's visiting your site, the more likely that they're doing that on purpose and there's interest there and you can follow up on that interest. So um, to do that, you just go to our website, which you mentioned at the beginning is IPLYTICS.io and uh, the Google integration tab is right at the top. Uh, we have a, a cute little video talking about it and, um, and then you can sign up right there. It's really easy. We also uh, have a free 14 day trial, which is great because then you can try it out and see if it's right for you. Yeah, basically we do have social media. We're still working on making that social media more active. So, you know, we do have Instagram, IPlytics.io, uh, but there, you might have to wait a little while to get some posts. <laughs> Well, we're definitely excited to see IPlytics, uh, you know, hitting it off on Instagram as well. For those of you who are listening, I hope you got all that information. Thank you so much, Raina, for coming in and helping us with Google Analytics, helping us understand the common mistakes that we could be making and talking about Google tagging, why we should be investing our time in it, and also talking, you know, giving us some amazing tips on just getting started with Google Analytics. So thank you so much, Raina. Thank you so much for having me. Alrighty, if you are listening all the way up until here, thank you so, so much. I will catch you guys in another podcast episode. Bye guys.